welcome to Just Getting By, episode 53, for Wednesday, the 7th of December, 2011. My name is Craig Jones, and I'm joined, as always, by Kemslave. Hello, Kemslave. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> How are you doing this Wednesday? Beer is good. It is very, very good. What kind are you drinking? I'm going for my standard favorite, Yingling. That's my favorite as well. Yingling, for those of you that uh, are not in the uh, east part of the country, or not even in America at all, is a local brew. It's brewed in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. But there's also a brewery in in, uh, Tampa, Florida. And it's a a pretty famous uh, brew for for being a, a relatively small company. But it's fantastic beer. Fan, uh, it's for mass-produced beers. Uh, you 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 can't beat it. Just just fantastic. I think now, it's the best one in the United States for mass-produced. I I think you're absolutely right. Uh, you know I've been experimenting with uh, cocktail making, Chemslave. I've oh, got God. some I've got some Jack Daniel's whiskey and I got some uh, some Belvedere vodka and uh, and some vermouth and I've been uh, I've been going to town. I made myself a uh, vodka martini. Uh, I'm experimenting with how wet I want it, with you know, how much vermouth to put in it, and uh, you know I'm I'm starting to like it. But it freaked oh me God. out. Alcoholic. I, I know I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, martinis are strong drinks, and you got to be careful with those, uh, for one thing. But also, you know, Kempstave, I was uh, setting up work today, actually. So uh, today being Sunday, so four days ago for people listening to this. You know, I was sitting there and I was uh, getting ready to eat something, so I was wiping my hands with uh, this uh, alcohol-based uh, like uh, cloth. Uh, this uh, cloth, um, you know, those like little packets. Uh, those the, oh, those, those wet cloths that, that are soaked in an alcohol substance to uh, disinfect your hand. And it struck me that it smelled just like Vodka. It smelled like how the vodka tasted. Are oh, you gonna start drinking hand sanitizer, Craig? Well, you know. No, hopefully not. But that—that's a good segue, <laughs> and into uh, one of the more frivolous topics of today's show. But you know, we might as well get it, get it out of the way immediately. This is one of your stories, isn't it? Yeah. That's one of my stories. Not really that wasn't really excited about it, but it's like one of those things that you sort of see and it's like, oh my god, really? This is something that they are um they have on the CBC. That desperate alcoholics are drinking hand sanitizer. Like I remember like in like it was like high school, you like I believe it's in high school where they had like some inmate come in from um from like the um state like um I think it was like the the local like um like boot camp or something. He came in and talked about how he was like a really bad kid. He's a really bad kid, and when he was young, and he was drinking like hand sanitizer and and like um scope uh, mouthwash because there is alcohol in it. And this just sort of seems to be one of those really weird like let's scare the people into thinking that even their um. Drinking um, their hand sanitizer isn't safe from an alcoholic. Yeah, I I don't see the issue with this either. 
I do know that if you're really messed up enough, that, that people do uh, uh, drink these alcohol-based. You know, a cough syrup is a big issue with uh, kids, supposedly. I've never seen this, never heard of this personally. But supposedly, I'd be shocked if they did like um the um like um food like food additives like the like um almond extract or vanilla extract because those are made in like they're like seventy percent alcohol. Well, yeah, you have that, but uh, uh, also you know the cough syrup like Robitussin. Have you ever no. have you ever tried Robitussin? No, I, I would use, not. I, I, would... I, I use better stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have the right idea. Now, Robitussin is terrible for one thing. It's 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 awful. One of the worst things ever made in terms of taste. But also, it it it, it and other competing uh, cough syrup medications have a high degree of alcohol content in them. Uh, well, I guess not a high d- degree. You take what amounts to like half a shot. Uh, so I, it wouldn't be enough to knock you on your ass with one with one go, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but uh, people drink like a, a whole bottle of this stuff, and it, it will get you drunk, but it'll also do a lot of other things too. Uh, I recommend Delsum if you want to really get fucked up. <laughs> drink the whole bottle, and you're you're hallucinating. Oh god, that's just fantastic. Uh, I haven't I'm gonna, tried it. I'm gonna put that on the top of my to do list. You know, th- this reminds me, and uh, we shouldn't be talking about this for so long. I, I apologize, but but this reminds me. Have you ever watched The Office? Um, a few episodes. I was not impressed. Well, I I used to be a lot more impressed, but I'm I'm I haven't watched a Office episode in a long, long time. Anyway, there there was a um a kind of minor character. Her name is Meredith, and Meredith uh, was an alcoholic. And there was one early episode where they they uh, the camera panned to her, and Meredith uh, was uh, taking some hand sanitizer, so, you know that gel, that liquid gel hand sanitizer. She yes. she uh, she squirted some into her hand, and then she licked it off her hand, and because nice. she she was an alcoholic, and you know she wanted to get the alcohol from it. Um, that all that you know that was disgusting to me. So that kind of kind of left an impression. But all right, and I agree with you. That story, this story is, you know, basically bullshit. I, I believe, uh, and I'm just, I'm just not impressed. But you know, you know what? I, I, I kind of buried the lead, or actually, you did because you, you transitioned into that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I must say that was a fantastic transition, which means I shouldn't be talking about it. But you know, it was, it was a good one. But. Have you heard about the story about this 85-year-old woman being strip-searched at JFK Airport? Yeah, what the hell is that about? I am of really mixed feelings about this. And I need I need to do, like, a mea culpa kind of, kind of, you know, admission up front. I hate old people. Oh, God. I really do hate old people. And You're an ageist. It's a terrible thing to say. But people, when they get to be a certain age, a lot of times they start to develop this this entitled, uh, this superior, uh, this um, this attitude that they don't even have to think anymore. That people should just do everything for them. And uh, they should be able to complain and be as rude as they have to be because they're old and they've earned the right. And I just, 
I, I used to love old people. My grandmother is 96 years old. I love her, by the way. But um, I ha- when I grew up, when I was very little, uh, I would be around old people a lot uh, because she would have friends. I'd go to her apartment, apartment building, and she'd, I'd be around old people. I used to love them. But once I started to work at a gas station, and I had to deal with old people on a daily basis, oh, my God. It changed my perspective and not for the better. So that's eighty five. You're an HS, Craig. You you should not be talking. Yeah, it's it, I know. I I I'm probably shocking a lot of people. I, I'm sorry. I but I, I just you know I've had a lot of bad experiences with some old people. Now many of them are sweet, very nice people. But I'm gonna say up front, the woman involved in this story, I do not like her face. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking either. I I do not like her face. She looks like one of those bitchy, mean old ladies that I I would look at and I would just instinctively know I'm going to have issues with. And this is politically incorrect of me to say. It's probably morally incorrect for me to say, uh, too. And uh, I might even cut this out of the show (laughs) in post-production. So, Kemslave, you might be the only one listening to this. I don't know. Um, Oh, God. uh, I haven't even made that decision yet. But assuming that I don't, I'm going to keep on going and say, uh, I've, I, I've seen people like her before, and I'm not necessarily sure, sure I believe the story. Now, she is claiming that the TSA, beca- uh, because she refused to go through the uh, that kind of x-ray uh, machine, that she uh, was strip-searched, which meant that... Um, uh, a few female TSA agents took her into a private room and actually started to take off her clothes and search her. Now she's an 85 year old woman. She's stooped. She's like four, four foot ten because of that, and she's uh, you know like uh, under 110 pounds. Like she, she says that she should not look like a terrorist or anything. And uh, of course, it would be ridiculous if this was true, but the TSA denies this. They she do sort it. of looks like Ahmed, the dead terrorist, so I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Hey, now nah, you're the one being, uh, being terrible. But uh, the TSA does uh, admit that they, they did have to uh, pat her down because she refused to go through that machine, which, by the way, I re- recommend everybody refuse to go into that, that x-ray machine. I mean, no, no one knows what's going on with that in terms of radiation, in terms of... Uh, it, anything it's uh there's a lot of questions about those machines so she did the right thing not going into that machine uh but it is not standard policy to be strip searched and the tsa denies doing it instead you'd be patted down now that can be controversial as well because uh sometimes the padding involves kind of patting you in the groin and it's uh that can be kind of close for some people's comfort uh but this isn't the case in this situation because she's claiming they actually were taking her clothes off and that she uh, was hit in the leg by her walker and that she had a gash in it. That, and she, she said, quote, I was bleeding like a pig. <laughs> now, uh, that, that's, that's a quote of the day. Now, the thing is, uh, she takes blood thinners, so that's why she was bleeding so much. But still, uh, I mean, this does not sound like a good story for the TSA on the face of it. The TSA absolutely denies the strip search. She was patted down, but they deny both that she was injured in the process of that, 
and that she was even stripped at all. So anyway, she's making a big deal about this and all that. I, I, I don't think I believe her. I mean, I'm looking at this woman's face, and I'm seeing someone who would love to make trouble. I see it. I see that in her face. And that, I know that's not fair, necessarily. It's not scientific by any stretch of the imagination. But I have seen old people more often than you could believe. And I know this kind of face. I know that kind of expression. I know the thought process going on in that woman's head. And I just instinctively don't trust her. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I really don't. So take what I say with a grain of salt, because I really am biased in this situation. I really am. I admit that up front. But I don't, gonna... like, I don't like her face, and I don't like the story. The TSA denies doing it. And, uh, you know, I, there, there was no camera in the room that they were either patting her down or stripping her. But I, I have to believe the TSA in this regard. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to keep myself away from this issue. I'm going to wait until there's some more information because this seems fishy. And I'd prefer not to say one way or the other. But the T has, TSA has been known to um, lie, so... Absolutely. So I'm waiting until the um, official story um, an official story is released on this thing. Yeah, well, I, you, you are a much wiser man than I. That's all I can say. You know, I what, I, I've made the decision. I'm going to keep that in. I want to see if I get any responses. You know, I, I, I bet I'm going to get people saying, I have a, a, a mother who's 85 and I'm insulted. Or I have a grandmother that's 85 and I'm insulted. People, I don't mean any insult to anybody that you know or love. There are many, many fine, sweet old ladies and, and uh, nice old, old uh, gentlemen out there. But there's also a, a sizable number of people in the vast decades of their life that uh, have a terrible attitude. And uh, too often... Uh, I and many other people, for that matter, see those people. Um, it might be a case of seeing the negative more than seeing the positive, uh, but there you have it. So I, I, you know, email us if you want. Our email address is feedback at justgangbypodcast.com. Uh, let us have it. Let me have it. Uh, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, but just know that I, I probably won't care. Not about this issue because you know. I'm not talking about anybody you know specifically, so I, I preemptively, Hopefully. preemptively, I'm just going to tell you to calm down, deep breaths, it'll be okay. On an unrelated issue, man, Beyonce is hot. We don't even have a story about her. What, what, what are you looking at? Oh, actually, if you if you're reading this story, she is on the um in the editor's picks at the moment. Oh, oh, okay. My baby bump is real. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was a controversy. We don't need to go into that. Never mind. All right. So, you know, Chemsafe, I'm going to go from a story that kind of annoyed me because of this woman's face to a story that annoyed me because of what this woman has said and her oh, face God. as well. What's okay. going on, Craig? All right. Well, I need to add a little addendum to this, that this story comes from theblaze.com which is a Glenn Beck initiative. It means to be 
kind of like the Drudge Report, but like a Glenn Beckified Drudge Report, and, and it'll it reports on conservative stories that kind of fits Glenn Beck's kind of attention, like uh, like social conservative stories and stuff like that. But 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 th- this story is just so terrible that I had to I had to include it from the Blaze. I, I'm not a big fan of the Blaze. I have nothing. Uh, there's really nothing bad about it. It's just I don't like Glenn Beck's association with it. Uh, but this story is just so terrible, I have to talk about it. There's this woman. Her name is Angel. What's her last name? I can't, the story's still loading for me. What's her last name? Adams. Angel Adams. She has 15 kids. She's a single, by the way. Her fiancé was, like, six months ago arrested and put in jail. But so she has uh, twelve kids living with her right now. The last three are evidently old enough that they can take care of themselves. But she's got thirteen kids who are not of age, uh, so they are dependent on her. And she basically said, "You know, someone's got to pay for all our suffering, and that someone's got to be the taxpayer." Now, what a piece of filth. Well, yeah. The thing is, the taxpayer has been paying for a lot. This woman has no job. Her children have no jobs. She has no husband, no fiance, no uh, no boyfriend or anything. But she's still getting a lot of of aid. There's uh, there are organizations in the state. Uh, what state is this actually? I can't even. Um... What state is this? Is it, I think it's Florida, maybe. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it is Florida. Uh, Florida has paid for her rent, paid for clothes. She's been getting donations of food from people who feel sorry for her. They have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on this woman just in like the past few months for rent and and other bills. And she's not happy. She says that someone's got to pay more. And I might even include a clip of her saying this because it's just repugnant. But Glenn Beck was not too happy when he heard about this. And he had what I must say is a pretty insightful rant about this woman. I was actually shocked that I agreed with the guy because I normally find myself just despising the the character himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kemslave, I don't, I don't understand people's thought process. This woman had 15 kids, and she's blaming other people for her own not being able to take care of them? Did she ever think about having her man use a condom? Did she ever think about, you know, maybe not having sex as often, or, or like being well, more being more careful about when they have sex, or like using the rhythm method or something? Uh, there, uh, fifteen kids. You have to be aiming to have that many kids. She's not even that old, so she would have been having kids when she was in her early early teens as well. Go on. I don't know. Maybe the guy was um because he is in jail. You don't know what type of character this guy is. What do you mean? Well, 
she could have been saying, hey, use a condom. Well, it's like, you know, screw you. Uh, well, she she never claimed that. Uh, she uh, she's she tried to blame everyone under the sun, and she didn't use that excuse. So I'm not going to give it to her. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, it was a two way street. She could have used a diaphragm. She could have used a female condom. Although I think those things are are freaky looking. Uh, but there's a a whole bunch of things they could have done, and they didn't do. Uh, so, you know, I have no sympathy for her. Glenn Beck had no sympathy for her. I, I encourage you all to go to the link that we have at justgangbypodcast.com. You go to the delicious link we have in the post for Just Gang by 53. And, uh, find the Blaze article about this. I, you know, to be honest with you, it's a good, there are two videos. One is a 10 minute compilation of local news stories about this woman going from her complaining that someone's got to pay for all her kids and all their suffering self-inflicted and much much more yeah. can't forget about the other stuff she got into uh, that we're not talking about <laughs> are you talking about uh the, the fighting and all that the fighting her being in her being sent to jail because yeah. she was in contempt of court, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She, so she, yeah, she had uh, a quite a colorful uh, history, and she, uh, yeah. You got to go listen to this. You got to go watch that video. You got to watch Glenn Beck's or listen to Glenn Beck's response because that is classic, and it's a good response. I think a lot of a lot of people would agree with it. Really It'll do. take you about 18 minutes in total, around 18 minutes to listen to both, but it is a well-spent 18 minutes. You'll be horrified. Yeah, you absolutely would be. And, um... Oh, God. I, uh, I don't even want to talk about this anymore because it's... First of all, it's difficult to talk about without having this, the, the video playing. But also, I it's just... It's demoralizing because it's scary to think people... Or that's stupid and feel that entitled. I mean, this woman is just scum of the earth. You gotta think she's she's like close to being like retarded too. I mean, this woman cannot possibly be intelligent at all. Oh my god. Alright. So you know what, Kemsev? I've been dying to ask you about this next story. Because I don't know I don't know if we're gonna have a disagreement on this or not. So there is an obese third grade Ohio boy. He weighed over 200 pounds. Now, how old would you be in like third grade? That would be like what, seven or eight? Um, probably maybe closer to maybe like eight or nine, I think. Or eight or eight or nine, but still 200 pounds. He was eight years old. Eight years old. 200 pounds an eight-year-old little boy 200 pounds are you kidding me i mean those parents should be taken out back and shot how the hell could you let a kid get to be 200 pounds at the age of eight eight it should be impossible it should be physically impossible that kid is going to have severe physical dis- uh, disabilities a severe 
uh, you know, health issues. If that kid doesn't have, does he have a diabetes? I bet he has diabetes. Um, they don't say he. Should, they guarantee- just say that he has because he's severely obese. He, he has he's at risk for such diseases as diabetes and hypertension. Well, then he must not technically have it right now. But he, it comes to if he would be very lucky to survive into his twenties. And at that, at, you know, at that point, because you can just think that he would get bigger and bigger as he grew. As he grew, this is horrific. I feel sorry for him having horrible parents like that, just sort of feeding him and feeding yeah. him. Yeah, well, him. well, absolutely. <laughs> but but I, I, um, he was taken away from those parents. And placed I'm in foster- slightly uncomfortable about that. And, and placed into foster care. I, I, well, you know, why are you uncomfortable about that? I don't know. I think they should have probably first tried to do some type of intervention. They don't say that they did that or not. But truthfully, I do slightly I do slightly agree that they probably shouldn't have that kid taken away from them because that is child abuse. But I would first probably try to do some type of intervention first. To be honest with you, I, I cannot imagine them not doing that. I mean, this kid would have had to have been obese for a very, very long time to be 200 pounds. So this is not a, a brand new issue that cropped up overnight. Uh, so I'm sh- there had to have been. Well, that's a big process. It's, it's extraordinarily difficult to have a child taken away from a parent. Very, very difficult. Especially the mother. Uh, and uh, in this case, this boy was taken away from the mother. Uh, so I, I, th- there would have had to have been communication between the authorities and this this boy's parents well before this. It just just from a legal point of view, it had to have happened. There had to uh, there would have been social workers over there at, at their house. There would have been diets given by doctors. There would have been this, that, and the other thing. Uh, the, the story, you're right, it does not mention. But the, uh, the there would have had to have been a long, I would be willing to bet years long process of trying to get this boy's parents or his mother uh, to, you know, you know, cut him down a little bit, cut, cut down on the, on the, on the sweets and the fattening stuff and get him, get him, you know, kicking a ball outside or something. I wonder if they were eating McDonald's for all three meals of the day. <laughs> Because it seems to be something impossible to eat that, to get a kid to weigh three, like 200 pounds. It should be. It, it, it almost seems like it would be purposeful. Yeah. So I, I, I would normally be concerned about children being taken away from their parents. But in this case, in this case, this is just as bad as throwing a kid down the stairs. This is just as bad as, you know, uh, uh, beating a kid bloody. And and one might look more horrific at that instant. But they're both just as destructive. They're both just as dangerous. uh, Just as, you know, life-changing and just as negative. Uh, This, uh, these parents, that mother, she should... She, she should voluntarily put herself in jail. I mean, this 
this woman has to be verging on evil. Or maybe she's just an idiot. Just not capable of intellectually realizing just how how much she's destroyed her child. Some people would argue that as an American, that's probably the case. Well, I find that a cop-out. America didn't get to be where it is today by being a country of idiots. I, 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 I'm taking this, uh, this story a little bit too seriously for, for you know, uh, little, little quips like that. Um, that uh, I'm to, the more I think about this, the more I'm getting just really, really angry. I cannot believe that this mother isn't in jail. She, she should be. She should be in jail for a long time because of this, in my I opinion. I agree. I'm looking. I, I thought I saw this story once before somewhere, and I'm trying to see if maybe maybe well, then, this is a um, another case of the same thing occurring. Well, we I think it was even before we called the show just getting by, but we did talk about another another kid being taken away from the parents because of a similar situation. But it was an older kid. It was he was in his teens at the time, and uh, the story wasn't quite as clear cut. And I, I think I was on the opposite position in that story. But this kid is so young. He's he weighs two hundred pounds. No, I'm trying. He weighs like maybe eight times, not ten times, but he he weighs between six and eight times what he should weigh at the age of eight. I mean that's just astonishing. By the way, I'm no, I am no pixie. I'm I I am not somebody who would be confused with a toothpick. And Kemslave, I hope you'll forgive me for saying neither are you. Yes, I I was going to start saying that uh, just as long as you were finishing. <laughs> and uh. I, I but that being said, when when you were 8 years old, uh, Chemslave, you, you were not anywhere near two hundred pounds, were you? No, I was at least half that. Oh no, at no, no, least. no! You would, you would have, you would have been. Let, let me think. You would have been around seven. I, I'm gonna guess that you'd have been around seventy, seventy-five pounds. I don't remember, but I wouldn't be shocked if I was. I was already at that age. I was already a little chunky, but not anywhere to be even. That. Yeah. No, I. It's funny. When I was in second grade, I was very, very thin. I, I, uh, I had the perfect kind of, uh, kind of small, but uh, I, and I was always kind of tall for my age. But I was, I looked like I would be very thin. But then the third grade hit the same as this kid, and I blew up. I was a beach ball, and I had the fattest face you could possibly imagine. But even then, I was like 80 pounds or like 70. I wasn't I mean, 200 pounds is grotesquely overweight for that age. And there's no excuse for that at all. You know what, Kem Safe? I've got to move on because I'm, I, I'm, I'm, risking, I, I'm risking severe like, cardiac arrest over this story. Okay. So that's gonna, I'm going to go to um, what, uh, a story that's kind of got me a little annoying. Like, um, you know, I'm so frustrated that I can't even speak par- properly. 
Uh, that was not grammatically correct at all. That's that's terrible. Uh, th- this story, this next story, has gotten me annoyed as well. So, Kemslave, we all believe in freedom of speech, right? Yes. Well, let me ask you something. When you were in high school, the governor of Pennsylvania's uh, name was um, Ed Rendell. He's no longer the governor, and a man named Tom Corbett is the governor now. But when you were in high school, Ed Rendell was the governor. Now, Kemslave, if he, if he came to your high school and gave a, you know, a talk, and you went on Twitter and said that this guy sucks, uh, would you expect any negative consequences from that? Um, knowing the, my, um, principal and my, um, head teacher and shit, probably. I, I would not be shocked if I got a phone call, my parents got a phone call like, 10 minutes later. Do, do you think that's right? I absolutely think it is wrong, but I know I would probably get a phone call. Because this happened to in Kansas to a, a girl. Uh, she was a senior, 18 years old, is a senior. And uh, she was in the audience, and she uh, was on Twitter uh, saying about how much uh, the governor sucked. His name is uh, Sam Brownback, a Republican. A member of his staff saw that Obviously. tweet. Was that? Oh, oh, uh-huh, yeah. I, I'm going to get to that, actually, because that that's what has me annoyed about this. But a member of his staff saw that tweet and contacted the high school to let them know that one of the kids, you know, was uh, being a little bit inappropriate about about the governor. And uh, the, the school district, in my opinion, overreacted and tried to s- suspend the girl and uh, make her write an apology uh, letter to the governor apologizing for that. Now, the kid refused. So, uh, good for her, by the way. Yes. And everybody is criticizing the governor because I think he is a Republican. The governor did not go to Google and search, well, not, maybe not Google, but he did not log on to Twitter and search for his name and see this girl and demand that he have an apology from her. It was a staffer. And uh, Governor Brownback released a statement uh, apologizing for the conduct of his staff and, uh, you know, reaffirming the kids' First Amendment rights. And, uh, you know, the governor looked like an asshole. But I don't blame him. I mean, Kansas is a small state, I'll grant you. But he's still the chief executive of the state. I mean, he, he doesn't have the time. He doesn't have the inclination to go searching for his name. I'm sure the staffer didn't even tell anybody about it. And it's certainly not him until it became a media frenzy. And I have, and I hear people uh, blaming all this on the governor. And I, I believe him when he says that it was the staffer that, that was a little bit overzealous. And I, I don't think there would have been the level of piling on that you, um, that you've seen with this story, if this was a Democrat. If this was a Democrat, I think there would be a lot more willingness on the part of the media and some, on, and some people um, in general 
to say, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, that was probably just a staffer. You know, it's fine. He apologized. Let's move on. I would probably still call be start calling people douchebags, but that, that, that's just me. <laughs> uh, I just uh, I don't I don't see any evidence that uh, the governor acted in, inappropriately. I really don't. The kid shouldn't have been ha- have been uh, forced to write an apology letter, and in fact, she didn't. She refused to. I think the school district comes out looking the worst in, in this case. Yeah, even the girl's parents like um, um, support her on that. It's like. I'm I'm I I I would hope my parents would support me on that like if I, that happened to me as well. So I definitely wouldn't write an apology. I wouldn't have either, but I, my parents are kind of more of the status quo, go with the flow kind of people. So I probably would have gotten some pushback from them, but I wouldn't have written it either. Oh god. But you know, I I feel sorry for Governor Brownback because I really don't believe that that was his fault. I really, really don't. Oh, so have you seen Mammoths might be back? Oh, God, this is this is just wrong on so many levels. It These is. animals are dead for a reason. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit so people realize what we're talking about. Think about the the African elephant. It's uh, one of the most intelligent species on Earth. It's one of the few species known to express emotion, uh, to express altruism, meaning uh, to uh, help another member of the species at the expense of one's own uh, safety and well-being. Uh, It's the only species other than humans to show a burial ritual. Um. Elephants, and elef- I, I, I don't know how to pron- properly say this, but elef- elephantine species in general are fascinating, fascinating creatures. Now, a mammoth is an elephant whose tusks are very long and they curl upward and upward and into each other. So, uh, they 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 curve in towards the face. And they're about 30% bigger than the, uh, the current African elephant. And uh, the most famous example of, of the mammoth had uh, fur on it. They called it so, as it was colloquially named the woolly mammoth. Uh, it's the most famous example because it's really the only well-preserved example of the mammoth species that we have uh, discovered. Uh, mammoths uh, were around at the end of the vast ice age, dating back maybe ten, twelve thousand years ago. Pretty recent in terms of geological time, and a lot of uh, some of these uh, species uh, got trapped in ice flows uh, and drowned or froze to death, but they were almost perfectly preserved in ice to such an extent the tissue is still to this day intact, and. Scientists have been for the past 20 years now trying to find uh, DNA from which to, you know, possibly clone a mammoth. And they finally succeeded in finding DNA and bone marrow from a mammoth that had been, in fact, trapped in ice in Siberia. Uh, So 
they are going to potentially try, they being scientists, of course, are going to try to take the uh, genetic code from this mammoth and impregnate an uh, elephant egg and uh, has see if the elephant can give birth to a mammoth. I hope not. I hope not, too. This is the sort of mad scientist type thing that I am very uncomfortable with. Uh, Earth could not support a mammoth for a reason. Uh, people can say that humans hunted mammoths to extinction, but so the fuck what? That was before technology. That was before history. We were just another highly intelligent, highly advanced but really, when it boils down to boils down to it, we were nothing but another species of animal that outcompeted the mammoth. And it's not even fundamentally clear that we were the sole cause for the mammoth's extinction. The Earth warmed up a lot after that last ice age, and they died out at the at the end of what is called the Pleistocene period of Earth's history, which was from about. Uh, 30,000 years ago to about 12,000. So a hell of a long time ago. No, that was that's very recent in terms of... Well, in, of ge no, you gotta think about this in geologic time. I'm thinking about it in human time because that's the only way I, I'm, I am able to perceive well, human, time. Well, humans have been around for 250,000 years. So humans uh, are an older species than, than the woolly mammoth. Uh, mammoths uh, evolved from other species, such as mastodons and things like that. Um, so we, even if mammoths were alive today, it's my, it's my recollection that humans would be a more ancient species. Anyway, though, I, I get what you're saying. But the, the thing is, and I fundamentally agree with you, mammoths were driven to extinction by something. doesn't matter if it was us or the climate or a combination of both or something else, predation from another rival elephantine species uh but they were hunted to extinction they should stay that way that might sound a little callous that might sound a little um a little like uh anti-science i i get the fascination about bringing back to life a prehistoric animal being able to study it would be fascinating and i would it would be torture for me not to go see that thing i i have in case you couldn't tell i have a certain fascination with geologic prehistory i i i, I love looking at uh prehistory and uh, evolution of species especially the human species but also mammalian species in general that's why i know so much about mammoths but i think i think fundamentally this is disastrous they were extinct for a reason. And to bring them back is to play God. And I think this is going to raise a lot of issues. And eventually this will lead, is my fear, to human cloning. And that is so dangerous on so many levels. I think this is this should just be killed, no pun intended, before it even begins. If they want to start cloning mammoths, let's look for... Saber-toothed tiger or, or dire wolf um, um, DNA. Or even that one bird that, that sort of looks like a chocobo from um, 
from Final Fantasy. What? There's some big ancient bird, probably from around a uh, similar period, that sort of looks like a chocobo from um from Final Fantasy games. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never played Final Fantasy. I don't know what a chocobo is. How do you spell oh, that? I want to see that. How do you spell? I think that? it's like C H O C O B O. I have no idea what that would be. Some sort of ostrich type species, maybe. I don't. I don't know. This. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I really. I thought you were gonna say the dodo. No. Yeah, I yeah I don't. Uh, I'm not I'm not impressed. I I don't I don't think this is a good idea at all, and I I hope this does not happen. All right, okay then. So let's move on. Yes. So evidently, uh, the United States is stupid. Well, that's nothing new. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> well. Uh, we're stupid about climate change, however. Now, listen to this. Climate change denial still runs strong in U.S. Oh, the humanity. Oh, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid that the United States would be skeptical of climate change. And you know what kills me about these people? Climate change isn't the issue. The climate changes all the time. Walk outside and stay outside for 20 minutes and you'll notice the climate change. That's not the issue. And of course, I'm being... I believe that would be the weather changing, Craig. Yeah, yeah. I I was just going to say, I'm being facetious. But climate change isn't debatable. We can see that the Earth has warmed up. It's what is causing it is the debate. These climate change people saying that the denialists, quote-unquote, are skeptical of climate change is just a way to discredit us. It's, 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 It's inaccurate. We know that there's climate change. We just don't think humans cause it. We think this is a cycle. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that quite possibly we were going into an ice age. And there's, there is some evidence to suggest, actually, that we never left the vast ice age, that we are still in it. We're getting a little bit into the weeds with that one, and I, that would take a little bit to explain. I don't want to get into that. But it, there's a lot of debate about what's going on, uh, ranging from we're going into a new ice age to we haven't left the old ice age, we're still in one, uh, to uh, Al Gore saying that we're going to be uh, a burning ball of fire <laughs> in 30 years. Uh, Your kids won't be able to see the snows of Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Well, you that's, know. That's very important. Uh, yeah, that, well, well <laughs> yeah, not only that, but that's bullshit. That's that. Um, you know, Chemslave, 10 years ago, they were, uh, 10, 11, 12 years ago, around the time of the new millennium, there was a lot of stories being published. This was a meme that our, that our children will not know what a white Christmas is. And, uh, Will will not know about snow. I've heard this meme several times. Oh yeah, it's still it's still 
Yeah, it's still around. Uh, you still hear it, but uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was extraordinarily prevalent. It was uh, uh, the media latched onto it. It was it was a good uh, a good little theme, and it was bullshit. <laughs> we still get a lot. You know, Kem Slave. Um, do you recall on Halloween night we had a significant s- snowstorm in central Pennsylvania? I, I sort of remember that. That was it. Was uh, we got some areas of Pennsylvania got over a foot of snow. Uh, we got about six inches of snow. It, it was a significant snowfall. That that wasn't snow, Craig. That 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 was that was white powder from the sky. I uh, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! So now uh, what I'm leading up to is there. There was a story from uh, from one of uh, France's news agencies uh, talking about how denialists still say climate change doesn't exist in America. It's just so much bullshit. You you will never find an honest debate about this topic. You will never find it. Because people who believe in climate change cannot have an honest debate about this because they instinctively know that they're in the wrong. They instinctively know that. But they support climate change for political reasons, for political correctness reasons, uh, for the wider green initiative, which has been linked to climate change. You know, by the way, I have nothing against clean lakes and clean rivers and, and you know, forests and, uh, uh, you know, n- not littered, you know, wa- uh, you know, uh, you know, roadsides, for- roadsides, forests. Uh, things the forest, things like that. I have nothing against all that. Thank you, by the way. I, I don't know what happened to me, <laughs> but <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you have also have to believe that humans are frying the planet into a crisp. It makes no sense. It the, makes sense to so, uh, someone of a feeble mind. Yeah, but it makes sense to somebody who wants to be politically correct and go with the flow. Someone who wets their finger, puts it into the wind, and thinks they can feel which way the wind's blowing. But I think it's changing. I guarantee you. I've, I said this even last week, I think, maybe the week before. But I guarantee you, in five years, we will look back on this and think to ourselves, oh, my God, how could so many people be so stupid? That's my, that's my opinion. That's, that's, that's my uh, guess. And I, 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 I stand by it. What do you think? Truthfully, well, well, I do agree with some of the things like the green movement does, like wanting cleaner energy and stuff like that. I, I, I think that they go above and beyond what is required to fight for that. Chaining themselves down to like um, roads and like railways so people like you know, like nuclear waste doesn't go by and stuff like that. Really, that's that's not needed. Nuclear energy is nice, good, clean energy. Of course, there is waste involved. That's why you build waste, um, set, like, um, build, Yucca like, a some waste. Yeah. Well, you sort of build it and then you remove all funding from it, but. <laughs> and abandon it, yeah. Yeah. You do that. After a few year X amount of years, that's, that's, that waste sort of goes through the half-lives and it's gone. Done. It's not bad anymore. Truthfully, I like, like, sort of like the, like, drilling for oil. I would really love to see like the number, the actual like stuff they're actually putting into the water for like at Marcellus Shale and stuff. I would love to know what what they're doing there. 
because there are people who are complaining about water that sort of you sort of set a match to your water and you have a fireball careful careful careful. we we don't want to get too close to home now Eh, i'm not talking about what i'm doing i would like to know these things i don't i don't even know i know almost nothing about it but these are things that we should um look into that's absolutely true that's absolutely true. Although energy dependence is something that we need to uh, think about for a special at some point, because that's, uh, that's a big, big topic in and of itself. Uh, you know, we, we're in danger of going long on this we show. We already are, I believe. Yeah, well, uh, I was, I was being a, uh, trying to be diplomatic about it. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, thank you for that, Chemslave. Uh, we're long, <laughs> but I, I just, before we, and I, I, I didn't want Chemslave uh, t- uh, typing to me in the, in the Skype chat, hurry it up, hurry it up. We're long. But before we leave, I did want to briefly mention the, the, the uh, yearly uh, war on Christmas. Oh God. Now I think uh, you and I might have some issues with this one. Yes. Because I actually do like Christmas, and I believe in the traditional Christmas tree and saying Merry Christmas and singing Christmas carols and uh, having Santa Claus and not having news anchors saying, oh, by the way, Santa doesn't exist. I am also, I love Christmas. I was raised in a Catholic family. I know the true meaning of fucking Christmas, and it's not fucking Santa Claus. It's Mary and, and Joseph went up to Bethlehem. They stayed out of freaking um, manger. She gave birth to Jesus. Three, either three magi or three um, shepherds, depending on which gospel you're reading, come in, shower them with gifts, and then they leave. And then Jesus, that's the birth of Jesus, not Santa. Santa is not Christmas. That is something created by parents. And by Coca-Cola and other things to sort of shut their kids up. Well, I'm to a... um, quote my favorite character in one of my favorite books. Noel Child, your mother wants to read to you every night in order to stupefy, to sleep, so that she and daddy can sit down for three measly minutes without you. And your mindless, inexhaustible, unstoppable, unstoppable, repetitive, and nagging demands. He took my toy. She... She hit my bear. I want a potty. I want a cookie. I want to stay up. I want, I want, I want. Me, 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 me. Mine, 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 mine. Now, 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 now. Okay. Man, I love Hook. I believe that this whole thing was just created to just pacify the kid and just sort of say, oh, yay, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. Sort well, of take the actual meaning of the holiday away from what it is, the religious aspect and sort of put this secular meaning to it well i i do agree with you from a historical point of view and from a religious point of view santa claus is not christmas it has nothing to do with christmas uh but from a cultural point of view that's just not the case whether you like it or not santa is a big part of christmas and lots of uh, little boys and girls uh have an affinity for the character and i think it's a positive character i really do Uh, i'm not one of these people that says, oh, it's promoting the consumerization of America, uh, or, you know, all that shit. You know, I think it's a nice message. Now, there is some historical precedent for it. As, uh, 
Santa Claus is in. Are you okay? Yes. Pen dropped. Is is Santa Claus in your room trying trying to hit you uh, for dissing him? Um. No, I actually killed him right just now. Oh, that's 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 fantastic. But there is a historical precedent for Santa Claus. Um, he he's based on a real life uh, saint, Saint Nicholas, uh, and he, uh, you know, I, 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 I like it. I, I like the character. I like the message. So, uh, I, I think it gives little kids uh, an extra added uh, bonus uh, during Christmas time of being able to expect presents. I think you know, I, I don't mind that. It adds a little bit of magic and whimsy to Christmas, and uh, I. I love the Santa Claus character, actually. And when I'm a father, I'm going to have a lot of fun uh, teaching my kids about Santa Claus, reading them uh, the night before Christmas, uh, which I know almost by heart, actually. Uh, And I I think it's terrible when people uh, in a public forum say, oh, by the way, Santa Claus doesn't exist. I mean, that's that's so mean. That's borderline cruel. And uh, to go to back me, to... it sort of seems to be realism. It's actually cool to sort of teach this kid, sort of bring his like all like just delude him into believing that this imaginary being is real, and then sort of say, "Oh, yeah, that's like a... then he catches you buying presents or bring hiding them and stuff." It's like, "Oh, what about Santa?" And sort of realizes that Santa does isn't real. I don't know. I sort of um, lost a bit of faith in my old, my parents because it was like the whole Santa. And... East, not they didn't do the Easter Bunny, but they did like the Tooth Fairy and stuff. It's like, okay, this is an imaginary being that I've never, I'm never able to see other than um, impersonators in um, at the local um, supermarket or something. Easter Bunny is not real. Tooth Fairy is not real. What else? What other imaginary be- um, un- in- invisible beings have my parents lied to be about? Maybe God. Who knows? I so I don't know. I sort of lost a bit of faith because of that. Well, even so, I don't think it's your right to uh, to quash everybody else's faith. Let them arrive at their own conclusions, just as you did. And I, uh, I you know, for, for those people that do, you know, that those little kids that do find joy in believing in Santa Claus, I, you know, I think they should be allowed to learn the truth in their own time. Or to accept the truth. I, I think all little kids, deep, 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 deep down, kind of realize, or at least, you know, beyond three or four, kind of know, because there's always the rumors, there's always the, the little asshole boy at school saying, Santa Claus doesn't exist. Uh, there's always that was me. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I threw that in for your benefit. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily the issue that kids are absolutely 100% like roped in to some grand deception. I, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's inappropriate. The woman who said this, a newscaster who said uh, uh, Santa Claus doesn't exist, was forced to apologize for that. And I think that's appropriate. She should have been apologized. She, 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 didn't, she wasn't fired. I would never have fired her. But she did have to apologize, and I agree with that. I take it you disagree. Um, no, I agree that she she shouldn't have been fired. I, I love um Saint Nicholas. 
good old patron saint of thieves. What? Are, are you what? Uh, uh, good old Saint Nick, the actual saint, patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, thieves, children, and students. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I, I'm, I'm aware of that, but, but that that is the the context for the, you know, the the Saint Nick, you know, Santa Claus kind of kind of myth though isn't it so and you're admitting that there's the historical precedent for it so I yes assume... but i know i know in poland they sort of um give presents on saint nick on the on saint nick's feast day of course they also it's been they do also do christmas but okay well it's one of those days yeah well well whatever i know Okay, so I know we've gone way, way long now. I mean, this is this is way long. So I, I just wanted to mention it briefly. I knew Chemsley was gonna get worked up about it. Um, I don't know. I just thought I, I like the idea. Uh, you know, we can agree to disagree. It's not a huge deal. No. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I look forward to to uh, furthering the deception when I when I'm a parent. I think that would be fun. I think that would be cute seeing the little kid all excited. I don't know. All right, so I think we've reached the end of uh, of this uh, show, uh, don't you? Yes. Uh, so okay, so uh, you know, audience members, if you agree with us, disagree with us about anything, especially the uh, old lady story that I talked about, <laughs> go ahead and email us. <laughs> Our email address is feedback at justgettingbypodcast.com. I'll say that again. Feedback at justgettingbypodcast.com. And go to the website, justgettingbypodcast.com, to see this show's uh, links and audio and all that, and, and that of previous episodes as well. So, Kempstay, we are going to be signing off now, and we will return on Friday to talk about technology. <laughs> all right. Have a good day.